0: they have they have the 208th currently 208th ranked offense which i assume went up several positions
1: yeah it was 257
0: that is the 257th offense in the country you let them score 47 points in yeah. 96 points in the game that's inexcusable like i don't give a, i don't give a crap what your offense is doing
1: Roy said a lot after the game and looked close to crying more than once. And I think it was, I don't know if it was out of anger or frustration or like all of those things. (laughs) And, and, you know, I think the way he talked about it, like kind of encapsulates where they're at. Like basically he did, you know, because somebody asked him, like, is it guys not doing what you say? Or like, you know, is it. Is it effort or is it all of the... And he was like, you know, for instance, like he was talking about, he was like, I was yelling at KJ Smith, Kenny Smith's son, not supposed to be playing, really, and he is because everyone's hurt. So Welcome to an ACC podcast. I'm Lauren Brownlow. Um, first full weekend of ACC hoops, and we know as little as we did before. Um <laughs> And joining me is a fellow consumer of ACC basketball and streaking the lawn zone and SB Nation zone, really, not just streaking <laughs> the lawn, uh, Caroline Darnie, um, who we both went to um, one of the Saturday games yeah. and I think watched some other ACC hoops along yeah. the way.
0: And you're right. Um, I know nothing more than what I did. I'm just more confused
1: than ever before. M- this season is maddening, like on several levels. It's just like... Cause I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have to know if anybody's good. Like it's whatever. Sure. Fine. I don't know if anybody's good, but like, just I need stuff to make some sense. I just wish I had a better way to like evaluate um, where teams are. Um, now some teams make it a little easier for you um, to evaluate where they're at, but you know, like I, I can look at North Carolina and figure out what their issues are, and they're pretty readily <laughs> apparent, right? But like, like that's that ain't a secret. But like, I watch state from game to game, and what I'm the so- hell. I, I'm okay no I am am of I my relationship with NC State I I genuinely I genuinely like I cover all three teams here in the triangle right just spoiler alert so like (laughs) in football in football everybody's kind of on the same footing like nobody's very good it's whatever and they all argue about how like not who's the like least mediocre whatever fine it's it's a dumb argument but like basketball you have two teams that you can tr- like they're just so different than the third you know and and like it's like you have three kids and your your third kid is just not quite as good as the other two kids and <laughs> you want for them to be better and like you know that they can and like they're jealous of they the other kids
0: pieces to do it and show and flashes just, and, and, that's and every single me. time
1: yeah that's every single me. The thing is, too, like, this is also like a year-to-year narrative with them, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, it's just like, okay, everybody says you can't trust NC State. And, but I really do genuinely try to go to each year with them with a clean slate. And I'm like, look, history doesn't matter. Like, no. Kevin Keats is building something here. Like, let me look at what they've done. Have they done anything All that bad? No, they haven't. Like, yes, they lost to Georgia Tech, but they also were without two of their best players.
0: And that was a one point overtime game, first game of the season. You know, you look at those first ACC games where, and that's what's been really tough, I think, to, for me, remember what even happened in a lot of those games, right? So you look at, like, who's already played? How do they have four conference games already? Like, all this stuff. And you look at this this NC State team, and, and granted, they have had injury issues. I know that they're not the only team that has had injury issues, but. They have a really great win that looks even better now against Wisconsin. And there was a little bit of rage factor in there from last year's flop fest with you know Brad Davis. And we've talked at length about that, but, you know, and then to come out and, you know, you play Auburn real close, six point game there, and that's, you know, one, two remaining unbeatens. And then you lose for the entire game against clemson at no point did nc state lead that game that's the
1: thing and i
0: guarantee you i guarantee you i'm super comfortable saying this (laughs) nc state will beat either or both of virginia or duke like 100 i have no no question in my mind that they're going to win and play really really well in that game and that's what I think I've I've seen some things on Twitter from, you know, I follow a lot of NC State folks. I understand the pain. Again, you know, daughter of NC State grads. Um, one of them said, imagine what NC State could be if they only beat the teams they were supposed to. It's and such And that a real to me, it hurt thing. my yeah. heart. Like, that hurt my heart. Because, they, and I, again, understand that without CJ Bryce, like, and... The ACC is always this like nutso thing, but you should not get blown out by Brad Brownell's Clemson.
1: No, especially start, this if version. you lost. Yeah,
0: like if you lost a tough like you know you were, it was a back like you got blown out. Like
1: yeah, what? <laughs> that was when and we're I sitting just... on
0: we're sitting on press row sitting next to David Teal, who I absolutely adore, and we kept nudging each other at various times. Whomever was looking at the at the box score, yeah. like this yeah, and is I think still you happening. even.
1: <laughs> I think you even texted me. And I and I mean, I had a kind of simple explanation because I do think like when when Markel Johnson is bad and he was very bad, um, especially without CJ Bryce, like they're yeah. not they're not going to beat many teams. But like, I just that's still not a good enough. Is, he seems
0: to me to be just one of those real big game guys. Like when there's a lot of eyes yeah. on the game. Like you're gonna get a pretty good performance out of Markel.
1: Like Yeah, usually. And 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 I know I, I think it's a source of frustration to them and their staff as well because I it's bet. hard to pin him down and know what's gonna get him going and motivate him. But like it's one thing for him to disappear. That's okay. You know, it's not great, but it's okay. But like for him to, you know, be bad and like actively bad. I mean, anytime they they were trying to cut into the lead, he would like go jack up a bad shot or have a bad turnover, and that can't happen. Like I just, but it's just I'm I'm very and he's the last I believe he's the last Mark Godfrey guy on that team, and I'm not that's not an indictment or anything. I'm not saying no 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 like anything like that. I'm I'm just saying like in terms of what Kevin Keats is trying to build and everything else, like he needs Markel like because Markel's really good. But at the same time, like
0: it's it's not an indictment of Markel as a player. Like he's obviously a good player, but like there are times where oh my god yeah yeah yeah. It just,
1: yeah. It's just, it's, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. And I wanted to trust them so badly because I really, I, I actually thought like that win they had against App State, like that's a pack line defensive team, like a, mm-hmm. I, which you would love, <laughs> a, a much improved team from the year before, like and and they had to gut it out. They didn't. They found out like at shoot around that they weren't going to have CJ Bryce because he got a concussion in like morning shoot around because that's like when
0: that happened because i
1: didn't the most (laughs) nc state thing ever for that to happen like how does that just it was just a freak accident and and they still played great you know and yeah they they still did what they needed to do and they were tough and it, it wasn't an easy win but they did what they needed to and
0: this is the stretch yeah. coming up for them that's going to really and i tried to do we did our power rankings for streaking along today and huh, that's I, hilarious i felt like i watched packer and durham this morning they did their accounting i you know packer put his up and i was like okay yeah they, and then i opened mine and i was like oh my god i have no idea I like don't know. you just you look at each team and they've kind of cannibalized each other cuz then you're looking at like what do I do with Notre Dame? Right. Well, like, because and I think I ended up with NC state as my fifth team because yeah, what guess. do you do after that? Like, you, I think it's easy to say, you know, you have, yeah, I think my order was Duke, Florida state, Virginia, and Louisville, and you could easily swap Virginia and Louisville, but I just thought those two teams, I think have a similar issues going on. Um, and having watched Virginia more, I've got a little bit more trust, which honestly, you should think that having watched them more, I'd have less trust. But having watched the two, I think Louisville and Virginia are pretty much like 3A, 3B. Um, and then from there, uh, beats me.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Georgia Tech? Question Can- mark? Ken Palm, like most years we would think that this is like a good thing, but it's like Ken Palm projects every ACC team that's not Duke, Florida State, Louisville, or Virginia to have between six and ten wins in league play. (laughs) That's so dumb and I hate it. Like this Boston College team has no business winning six ACC games and yet they're a third of the way there.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they're two and one in conference. (laughs) It's
1: such a trash stat. They are so b- Oh, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big uh, shruggy emoji, basically, for me at this point. But yeah, I just, I was sad for, about State because I am, like, very disappointed mom with them right now. Yeah. Um, because, like, I just hate that every single year and, and look, even state fans do it. Like, we recycle these same narratives with them. Like, ooh, you can't trust them in a big spot anytime. I think Jillio even tweeted it, uh, who was my guest last week. And we both were trying to figure out a way that they could lose to Clemson and couldn't find it. We couldn't. (laughs) And so we said, but when you put should next to NC State, that's when you get into trouble. And Yeah. yeah.
0: Look at this. I love this stretch for them coming up because I joke that it would answer some things, but really it wouldn't because then I just have more questions about the other teams they played. But you've got home game against Notre Dame. You've got a road trip to Virginia Tech. And then home games against Miami and Clemson. So, you know, you get a chance to... You know, get your revenge on the Tigers, but that's a that's a pretty interesting stretch. And then they um, go to Virginia,
1: so and and they're literally like, I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm still on Clemson, but they were literally, (laughs) I mean, you 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 couldn't watch the broadcast, obviously, but like they were literally, Clemson was like running the same like slip screen play over and over, and you hear the, you can hear the coaches because like no one's at this game, obviously, like (laughs) yelling like. Slip screen, slip screen, and like eventually they had to go to a zone because the guys were just like, uh, "What? What oh, slip screen? What do you mean?" And it's just you know, I, I that's don't know, the stuff man. Kill you
0: as a fan too.
1: Yeah, it's just and so yeah, they had to go zone. I mean, Keats hates to do that, but it's like yeah. they didn't have no choice because they could not stop this one play from this offense that is terrible. Um, <laughs> I just, Sorry, and and just I'm I'm evaluating them differently this year than I am like some others because I think that they have a higher ceiling, like you said. And this is a year where a lot of the league is down, yeah. And there's a window for them, and they and that's what that's the most common frustration I saw from state fans that they couldn't just walk through it. And here's the thing too, and I'm gonna get like I'm gonna bounce around a little, bit. like I was at the Carolina game, obviously, and most of the like Twitter talk I saw was not even like trash talking North Carolina. It was like, like from state fans, it was like, we can't even have our moment of being trash without. <laughs>
0: Carolina. That's the most NC state know. take on it. Like, which
1: I love. I thought was so funny. And, and like, they're basically, <laughs> and they're already anticipating like Royce somehow sweeping them anyways. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: which, for sure. I know I, that that's already. That's,
1: I that's did. There. Uh, I did old takes. Ex- I, di- I put myself on blast. Like I'm old takes exposing this, but I do genuinely feel this way that I do not see how this particular iteration of North Carolina basketball sweeps NC State this year, and so I just I was like, no, that's not happening. They will not sweep <laughs> them. Well, I think I said they won't beat them twice, and I I in my panic room that I do with Jovius, and I qualified it by saying like in the regular season. So don't do this about like if they meet in the ACC tournament. Or- no, I'm yeah. saying reg- regular season. I, I just – I don't see how. And this North Carolina team is just um, – it might break Roy Williams. And I mean that, like, mostly f- figuratively, but kind I'm of also
0: extra- not. It, it's oh man, it really – again, Mom, don't listen to this. It kills me to see how, like – person and he should take it personally he's the coach it's his team like I appreciate that he he is absolutely saying like this is my fault as the coach like all that stuff like I think and that's not but I remember when he spoke after the Virginia game when they came here a few weeks ago and I just wanted to give him a hug because he literally looked and that was when he still had Cole Anthony (laughs) yeah and he still had Harris right is that the other one who just is out for the season now
1: yeah, I think that like, was Harrison's, like, first game, though. Yeah, which that's is also true. Sucks even more.
0: Yeah. And so, like, but just the, he had this feel, and watching them, obviously, they made that run in the second half, but um, watching them defensively is a disaster. Yeah. And then you throw in the effort, and I'm not one that likes to do, like, oh, effort, because, like, you don't know, you can't, I don't like to assign to college kids trying, like, playing a game, like whether or not they care or if they're trying like all that stuff but there was a lot of discussion about every 50 50 ball like was going to georgia tech like georgia tech was running the same again same thing yeah same backdoor screen yep (laughs) getting dunked on by that dude cone or whatever his name was and i was like y'all need to get it together like while this is hilarious in some ways like and not I don't I'm not saying the injuries are hilarious but when you're a powerhouse like UNC like just like when people like watching Duke lose to Stephen F. Austin or you know watch Virginia lose to UMBC like when the big teams struggle with teams they're not supposed to you're kind of like well this is kind of funny it sucks doesn't it you do this to people all the time um but It also would have been absolutely Georgia Tech if Carolina came all the way back on them and won the game. But
1: yeah, I thought that would have been funny in its own right. Yeah. They, especially because they were up by like 24 in the first half. And like Carolina made its first field goal of the basketball game with 649 remaining in the first half. And then still had a season high in points.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. That was the thing that was killing me. Like, look, I understand, like, not always are you going to have your best outing and stuff, but like you let Georgia Tech score so many points on you 96 points well and and yeah which is like 47 in the first half
1: i think it was i think somebody tweeted it It it's like they're most against a d1 team under pastor
0: they have they have the 208th currently 208th ranked offense which i assume went up several positions
1: yeah it was 257
0: that is the 257th (sighs) offense in the country you let them score 47 points a half yeah. and 96 points in the game. That's inexcusable. Like, I don't give a, I don't give a crap what your offense is doing.
1: Roy said a lot after the game and looked close to crying more than once. And I think it was – I don't know if it was out of anger or frustration or, like, Both. all of those things. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think the way he talked about it, like, kind of encapsulates where they're at. Like, basically, he did, you know, because somebody asked him, like, is it guys not doing what you say or, like – You know, is it, is it effort or is it all of the, and he was like, you know, for instance, like he was talking about, he was like, I was yelling at KJ Smith, Kenny Smith's son, not supposed to be playing really and he is because everyone's hurt like I'm yelling at KJ to stay in front of a guy and he's trying like I can see that he's trying but yeah. he just he, you know he can't stay in front of Jose Alvarado but he's trying to and like it, it, there was something else he mentioned like going for some rebound and he's like I'm telling so-and-so to box out and I see that he's trying to box out you know and he's like I'm telling Jeremiah Francis to run this defense and bless him he's barely been with us and he doesn't really understand what I'm trying to get him to do you know So it's a, he's like, but at the same time, like, I know I've coached this screen, you know, the screen defense you were talking about, like, I know I've coached rebounding and for us to have, like, I forget how many, like, they had a horrible offense, like for us to miss that many shots and not get rebounds, like that stuff, you know, and so it's a, it's a mix. And I think, but I think he also understands that this team's confidence is so easily shaken right now. Mm -hmm. And like and it's so stressful like to play at this at this university right and to yeah. be bad it's very hard and and i think like for me um i what i find like just talking to people and things like that the, the 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 sense i get is that there are a lot of players that are very much in their own heads right now um yeah like just everybody everybody's in their own head right now and That's not an easily fixable thing, with or without Cole Anthony. Um, But you thought, oh, Georgia Tech at home,
0: right? And you think that's a you know get right game type thing. No offense to Georgia Tech, of course, but um, no, it's fine. (laughs) The what do you think? I keep trying to think like why this group. Like I understand, like you have you teams lost a lot, but. You bring in, when people looked at this UNC team, myself included, like, I really liked the combo they had of of experience and new in, like, and again, I understand that. Is it just Cole Anthony? Because I feel like they were having these issues before Cole Anthony got hurt.
1: So I am, like, not to spend, like, the whole time about North Carolina, but I, I will compare it to... Um, it's, it's sort of like NC State in football this year offensively in the sense that like they were returning some nice pieces. And yeah, they had some unproven players at spots. But like you were like, OK, well, and really NC State's whole team, not just offensively. Yeah. You were like, you know what, if these guys work out, you know, and as long as everybody stays healthy and these guys develop how we think they should, it'll be fine. And Uh, Yeah, right. But if anything goes wrong, like it's going to be really difficult and like everything went wrong. And I think that's the same is true for North Carolina right now that just everything is going wrong. And, you know, they don't have the margin for error um, to be to have like anybody hurt. They've had several guys get hurt for various lengths of time. Like, and then now you add the confidence part back into it. You know, everybody keeps waiting for the switch to flip. And I just don't know. That that's going to happen. I don't know if you saw um, Dallin Cuff from um, ACC Uh Network did a nice little video of just a few minutes of basketball where, like, for several seconds, Armando Baycott has Jose Alvarado on him in the post. And, like, he's just standing there, though. Like, he's not vocalizing, he's not calling for the ball, then by the time he gets it he doesn't do, you know, the right thing with it. He's overthinking. He takes too many dribbles and just that's that's a really a microcosm of where they are. I mean, I think we've seen when they're feeling good about themselves and 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 things are going well for them. Yeah. Like you see them play better and you see them do better, but it's like the slightest little. It feels like the, not that not that this season has been slight on adversity, but like the littlest thing right goes wrong, and all of a sudden, it's like everybody just like retreats into themselves, and that yeah. impacts itself like on the defensive end and mm-hmm. and and things like that, and it just all is like this big ripple effect of. Of bad and and you can't look at any game. I don't think for North Carolina ex- with the exception of maybe like Boston College, maybe <laughs> as a as a game that you're like, oh, they'll definitely win that game. Um, certainly not without Cole Anthony. And then who knows what they'll look like when he when he gets back. But Roy yeah. is 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 very much like I, I think he's he's I mean he's not going to give up because that's just like not who he is. Oh, of course but, not. But and, and it's, it's that's tough. What
0: I look at this game and you look at the numbers and, and like you said, we'll move on from this game eventually. But, um, yeah. you know, Carolina, and when I look at this, like the offense was not the problem. And I know this just sounds like, oh, sure, if someone watches Virginia constantly. Talk. But this is why, like, when people complain about that style and say, you can't do this, can't do that, like Carolina well, hit 1.14 points per possession.
1: They let yeah. Georgia
0: Tech score 1.32. Georgia Tech turned it over 13 times. You know, when you lose, when you turn it over 15 times. Like, that's the stuff that kills me about this. Like, it wasn't, people will look at that and be like, oh, well, they couldn't score for the first part. I don't care about that. Like, if you let right. them score 96 points on you. And granted, like they hit some shots from outside that maybe they don't hit every single time, or you know, or you usually, don't. Ex- but yeah, still. you don't expect Moses Wright to launch twenty-two points and Alvarado to hit twenty-five. Like whatever, there's some career day things happening in there. But at the same time, like some of those shots were just too easy. Like we're talking like dunks and layups, like nonstop. Oh, they like, had they had.
1: I feel they had so many dunks it was wild. Um, but no, that does get us to transition to Virginia a little bit because, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, like, what you were saying is true because, like, you know, I think you see with Virginia and even with Duke to a little bit of a mm-hmm. of a degree too this year. Um, those are two teams that have some limitations offensively. I think Virginia maybe more so than Duke. But, oh like, yeah, for sure. Yep. They're, <laughs> but oh, yeah. They're, well, oh yeah. <laughs> but like but they're both sort of making this year like defense something that they can like fall back on. And if yeah. they need to win ugly, but, you know, Duke's done that this year. They've won ugly. Um and and they can they can sort of do that. And and I think that's I think that's definitely a difference um, that can help. And and this North Carolina team, I think everybody, it, all the guys on it, I think unless they suddenly are able to just like adopt this defense first philosophy, like they just are very, they're so in their feelings about their offense right now that they just can't, you know, they can't get back, uh, get right. But yeah, Virginia has just sort of like stayed the course, um, gotten through some of the rough spots and yeah, yeah that's a pretty, it was a pretty, That's a pretty convincing win. I mean, that's the best team they've played since they played North Carolina, at least according to Ken Palm. And you can make the case that like as currently constructed, you know, Virginia Tech may be a touch better. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, that game
0: was nerve wracking, I think, for Virginia fans for a few reasons, and primarily being the fact that Virginia Tech has been shooting the ball well. Um, they play a smaller lineup. Um, that Landers Nolly kid, holy crap, that guy's good. Um, but beyond that, they just didn't get any other production out of anybody in the first half. He had 15 of their 17 points that's in the crazy. First
1: half, which yeah, is insane. That's,
0: like every time he touched it, it felt like it was going in. And um, I mean, again, like that was the thing that
1: Virginia and they have This good a very typical
0: Virginia game. Yeah, like they were just destroying them defensively. Like, and you could see the frustration and that's when like the Virginia players have been so fine tuned, even guys that are like newer. Cause there's so many newer guys this season, but like when they start seeing, I think I forget who it was that they interviewed. It might've been London Perantes or, or maybe even Brogdon, but one of the guys they talked to a couple years ago, they said, when you see the other team start to like, Drop their shoulders a little bit after another miss. Like that's when they're yeah. like, "Hell yeah, let's go!" And, and those Malcolm are the guys said that,
1: something like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember.
0: And those are the guys that Tony Bennett always likes, obviously. And so Braxton Key, I don't know what the wrist breaking did for him, but if that's what it took. I guess we'll take that loss at Purdue.
1: Was <laughs> like, it like a rookie of the year scenario? I where swear like he has come back and it <laughs> is or like just he fell big. on his wrist and got <laughs> yeah. magical powers, or
0: now that he's not having to like wear the same bulky, um, like so he had no points back against Stony Brook, but he played like seven minutes. He had eight in the loss in South Carolina, but then he's had fifteen and eighteen. He's had I think uh, one double double in the last game but he's just been, and he was good earlier in the season too, but just the way that he's played um, against Navy, he came in for a dunk on a miss three follow, which there's a lot of those. I'll tell you what. Um, But I watched that game flying down to the orange bowl. And I actually had to like, look on the replay to be like, wait, who was that? Um, And he's just the guy that they really need as that glue piece. If he's going to play well, or if he plays well, like they're going to, do a lot, a lot better because he can rebound well. He's a really good defender. He shut down Nali in the second half. He only had three points. Um, and he's finishing around the rim, which was a big struggle last season for him. Um, but between that and like Diakite is so good. I just need him. He, he can't be like hero. I think he takes a little bit too much on himself. And I appreciate that. He's like, I'm the, I'm the leader of this team. I need to score points to help. Like we have to score points. Um, but sometimes, and he's done much better their last couple of games, but this team just turns it over so much that Tony Bennett's going to like, well, he can't take his tie off and throw it because he doesn't wear one anymore. But um, <laughs> like, that's the thing. This team is just, that's the uncharacteristic Virginia um, is the turnovers that they've been doing. But a little bit rambly, but that's where Virginia's at right now.
1: Yeah, no, and I think that's, you know, they're, they're, they're in a good spot, um, even if the net rankings don't love them right now. Um, and like, before we moved off of like, to another like result, I do think it's worth mentioning that, you know, I was hearing some talk in the press room and I, I admittedly, I did not look at the net ratings when before this happened. But like there, people were like, oh, you know, the ACC is only going to get X amount of teams in and blah, blah, blah to, into the tournament. And my thought process was like, well, they have to fill out the field with someone, right? Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> there's got to get to 68 somehow is a phrase you're going to hear a lot this season, I think.
1: But here's my thing, right? I'm, I'm like in the net rating rankings right now. I don't know why I'm calling them ratings. They're not ratings. Um, <laughs> and like I, I'm going through uh, and, you know, Virginia Tech is is in there right now. Virginia is like a few spots below Virginia. Um, State is a few spots ahead of everybody, too, um, by virtue of a much improved non-conference schedule, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then obviously, like the teams that have been good all year, like we know that they are going to be up there. Right. But like Virginia Tech's in the is 56. OK. Uh, or no, they're not 56. They're lower than that because they just lost their. Where did they go? Oh, this is great. Fifty four. <laughs> Wait, are they 50? Yes, they're 54. They moved up with a loss because that's fun. Um, That's that's it. Like, that's the end of the list. And so, like, my concern, I guess, if you want to put it that way, for these fringy ACC teams, is if the season continues to play out this way, like... You're not going to have as many qu- opportunities for like right. qu- quality wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I mean
0: absolutely because now you look at it like we legitimately had a commenter that was like, "Well, they, Virginia's basically only beaten three of the worst ACC teams." And remember, Virginia has wins over Syracuse and North Carolina. Like, and honestly, I don't think Virginia Tech is one of the worst three teams. Either. I don't think any of those three are actually the worst three. I don't know if you like, you know, held my feet to the fire who I'd probably put Clemson, Wake, Boston College and Boston Miami College. down there. You know, like those are probably the four in some order that I'm putting near the bottom. But you're right because until unless I want to say until unless Cole Anthony comes back and North Carolina becomes like an actually good team again, that's not going to I was joking, I legitimately think Duke might actually win the regular season this year because they don't have they played Louisville once, Florida State once and UVA once and they get to play Carolina twice. <laughs> like jokingly so does Virginia but I mean um, you know and the joke is like normally that'd be a like a bad thing but now they get them twice and you're like wow, I got to sweet. So it's one of those our Virginia fans think that Virginia is not going to make some of them are like this isn't a tournament team. And I'm like, look, they're 11 and 2, 3 and 0 in conference. They still have games against Two games against Louisville, one against Florida State, one against actually might have two against Florida State. But anyway. Um and so there are chances there yeah. at the top, but if you only play those top teams once, all if you you're have one to of the do, middle
1: teams. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like you have you have no opportunities to like build a resume at that point. No. And so if you keep doing dumb things like what NC State is doing. Yeah you know you, you you could put yourself in a real precarious position and certainly north carolina i mean that that game was as close to you know must win territory as it kind of gets yeah. and and they didn't win it and it's I like i think it could oof. be a
0: five or six team um bid league this year
1: yeah i mean cuz all of college fine. basketball you know all of that's fine yeah all of college basketball <laughs> seemingly is having issues but like for everybody to be here in the net rankings and like be in the situation that we're yeah. in like that's not that's, that ain't that ain't it's not ideal. Um, nah, yeah, it's not a,
0: not a great look for a conference, but you know. They could potentially, I mean, Duke is still very much a, like, one of my heavy favorites to make
1: the final four. They're the only, Duke is like the only ACC team that I trust currently. Yeah. In
0: that, and if you'd asked me three weeks ago, I would have said no. But the way that they've played, and this is why I thought, and I think some people may have thought I was crazy, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Obviously, things, everyone's like, oh, okay, after the Stephen F. Austin game. But I thought this team had potential to be better than last year's team at near the end of the season because of the pieces they have work better together, in my opinion
1: well they have and they have a lot more and like yeah. okay I, I said this when i had julio on we're not going to and by the way Gilio to his credit he did say to me he's like you know i think virginia could end up sneaking into that top yeah. four and i was like i don't know and now i feel a little better about that too <laughs> yeah because um, you know they have the pieces and they have the coach and yeah. That's that means a lot in this year's college basketball. But yeah, like I, 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 I Duke has the Duke's not going to keep playing ten guys. Like, sorry, no. guys, that's it. But that doesn't mean that he won't play around a little bit with like, okay, who's hot? You know, is is Matthew Hurt playing well today? Is it Joey Baker? Is it Alex O'Connell? Who am I going to put in there that's going to give me some shooting and some defense? And he'll play around with those guys in that way. You know what it's I mean? It's a nice
0: it's definitely a nice luxury to have that because like you said, like is Alex O'Connell gonna be the guy every game? Absolutely not. But if Joey Baker's cold and you bring in AOC and he hits down a couple threes, that's what he's there to do. And you have that ready made. This is probably the most we'll see Kay use his bench over the last like what, four or five seasons. When he was yeah. constantly, and that's what a lot of people would would complain about. Is like when he'd say, like, oh, I have no bench. And everyone's like, you have four or five stars sitting on your bench. Like, you have a bench. You're just not using them. Uh, I think he'll actually use it this
1: year. Well, and, um, yeah. And, like, he didn't, they didn't have great shooting last year. And they yeah. they have they have guys that can shoot and that we know yeah. can shoot. Now, who's hot on a given night? We'll see, but you, you have a lot more guys to fall back on to try. Yeah. As less opposed of
0: an to... on defense as you did with, like, I don't know, what was his name? Zion. Um, <laughs> but you definitely have, I think, a, he has a better group of players together that are good defensively, that work well together defensively.
1: Yeah, they've really bought into that. And I think that's, you know, a lot of that's a credit to Trey. Jones, yeah. who who that's sort of his specialty, and um, they've kind of bought into and adapted that. So that's a good sign for them. Um, and they pulverized Miami. Oh, <laughs> Miami! Oof.
0: So when we were down there for the uh, um, Orange Bowl, I met up with Cam, who you had on on the podcast before. Um, and know, for a brief smallest. moment, we thought that that game was actually the 31st (laughs) so me and my friend were like we're gonna go to the game there'll be so much fun and then it's like oh it's next weekend okay we will not still be here so dumb side story about how i missed going to (laughs) watch duke beat up miami in miami but
1: yeah and yeah they're miami is who they are we we kind of know that and there's really not much else to say like about that particular game um Obviously, but uh, Syracuse Notre Dame. I didn't see much of this. Oh Um, oh my god! How how exactly did that like develop into some like offensive? exhibition Um, yeah it
0: was like a screen i remember showing it i think it might have been david teal again like we were or one of my i was looking at the phone with someone maybe brad franklin from Cavs corner and we were like "Ooh, like you know you look at two teams that have maybe struggled at times offensively uh you know one that lost to boston college and notre dame and then you've had syracuse with their known issues and that was one of the most fun games and i've seen all season. Unfortunately I missed like most of the first part cause um, coming home from the arena, but they, they right in like mid, I think, Oh gosh, there were like six minutes, five minutes left in the um, second half. And the two teams had just been like, one would get a lead, then then, you know, tie it and, you know, hit a big three, they'd respond. But, um, I forget who it was for Notre Dame. I think potentially Gibbs it might've been Gibbs or hub. Um, so there was a double B in there somewhere, I think. Um, stepped over gerard for uh syracuse yeah and it was assessed a technical like he makes both the free throws like all this stuff so it's still like again a tight hotly contested game and gerard that like <laughs> they poked the three-point shooting bear gerard <laughs> just started canning everything and then like notre dame would respond with these huge shots on the other end and All of a sudden it's like 20 seconds left and you know Syracuse has a chance to tie the game it was just insane and the atmosphere was great and it was one of those like I hate using that like it's a shame one of those teams had to lose but it, it was just one of the most fun games of the season I
1: think yeah. it was great. Notre Dame I mean Notre Dame's been a letdown to me because I I liked a lot of what they brought back and they've been you know I mean you can't lose to this Boston College team so sorry but you cannot <sighs> yeah and but, you know they play Indiana well, even though they lose, and they they lose to North Carolina with Cole Anthony to be fair. So I'm not gonna, yeah, and yeah. like a healthy Cole Anthony at that. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna thing him for that. But like even just watching them in that game, I was just like, God, I really thought a lot of these guys would have taken a lot more steps forward. Um, and Rex Fluger, bless him, he just looks like a shell of himself. I mean, um, no, that
0: breaks my heart. I really love Rex Fluger, but you yeah. look at John Mooney, man, love him. Kid, oh, He had 28 points, (laughs) 10 for 19 from two, one for two from three. Bless his heart. He still takes those. I love that. That hitch, the hitch shot. They made 15 threes.
1: He's got like such an old man, (laughs) old man Bonzi game. Oh, hell yeah. I
0: love it. And I love it. He's a, he's a double, double machine. Like if the ball's loose around him, he's pulling it in. But then you look down the other end, Dolezal had 21 Buddy Bayheim ripped off twenty. He made seven threes. I love <laughs> sorry, Buddy Beheim. Twenty-three points.
1: <laughs> I love Buddy Beheim. I'm sorry. I don't care who knows it. He's just filled with such joy. Um, he's like the opposite of his father And I love it Like And I love his dad too In, in his own way But like I love Buddy Beheim. He's so fun to watch And um, You know They'll have their moments this year Because they have some nice pieces And yeah, I guess And I, Both I guess.
0: teams went 15 for 31 From three That's, that's how wild. that game went Like that's, that's what that game was And I forgot the best part Or like Sorry Syracuse fans But Ooh, and not, Notre Dame had not 20
1: Notre Dame had 26 assists On 31 made field yes. goals Yes
0: I mean it was beautiful it's like fast.
1: Basketball porn for me. (laughs) And
0: so they, so Gerard shoots the final shot, which goes in, and everyone thought he had been fouled. And so I think some of the players had kind of like stopped. So Notre Dame just like inbounds the ball in time right now. I mean, granted, there were only like six, not even like six, I think it was like three, four seconds left, but enough time where you could foul maybe once. And like it was just complete disaster show at the end, like thinking that he had been fouled and the fans are all booing and everyone's like, was there a foul? Was there not? Cause he would have gone to the line to potentially tie the game.
1: <laughs> it was Dude. just insane. Like I, Oh man, I loved I it. Just- I want to put this game, like, I want to put this box score in a time capsule and pretend that these teams have been this this whole year. I know, right? Um, oh, because man, it, it, it it really is art. Like, it's... Yeah. it's I mean, Maybe a jumpstart in Notre Dame. That's my hope. Uh, I You know how I feel. I can't let myself feel that for them. Um, <laughs> it's, it's... I can't because they've just been so disappointing to me in recent years. But hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. And hopefully you're right because... That would be nice. And I love when well-coached teams do what we'd like to see. I would absolutely watch that on an illegal, like on a private incognito tab in my browser (laughs) window, Notre Dame with 26 assists. on, Like, that is Mike Bray basketball. And like, I... I that is that's my favorite honestly like when his system works and like he has the personnel for it that is my favorite team to watch yeah. offensively I know, and it's not you, I know
0: how you feel about good Notre Dame
1: like they just are so good offensively they move the ball so well and it, god he teaches that so well but um anyway well I'm and they're sorry. at NC State next so I will be there <laughs> um,
0: just like wearing like a Heart shirt for Mike Bray, like,
1: hey Mike, what's going on? (laughs) I was actually thinking of wearing, like, I was like, I can't wear this green in my like dress that I was going to wear that day, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Everybody knows, everybody (laughs) Everybody knows that I do. (laughs) Like, it's not. By the way, it's not like Notre Dame green anyway. But it's like, I, you know, everyone knows where my where my heart lies, and they know that I'm not like rooting for them. I just enjoy their style of play. Um, and yeah, so uh, oh boy. Wake Pitt, I don't know. Um Wake won a road game in the ACC.
0: Which lies until I, I didn't see that one, so I don't believe that it actually happened. Wasn't this uh wasn't like Pitt up big? Weren't they up like twenty points?
1: Not I don't think it was quite that there were sixteen down. Yeah. It was um I think it's the second biggest comeback in like Wake history or something. Lord.
0: John Which John is Brown you know is something else though. I'll tell you yes. What.
1: Yes, yes he is. And then you got Childress hitting shots late. Um, which is helpful but yeah I mean I don't I don't know what to make of whoops sorry about that y'all I am bad at interneting because I'm like trying to push the find button and then realizing that when I do that it like creates a buzz for some reason on my computer <laughs> um, yeah but it's I don't it, it, they go along with everybody else for me like good luck figuring out yeah what what they're supposed to be pitted had, had a nice start to the year and uh, they just taken some, you know. That nickel state loss is extra bad because without that, you know, they they would have been sitting pretty, 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 pretty. That's not
0: well. And that Florida State win is something that they would have been able yeah. to put their cap on, like for a long time. That that is one that a lot of wins in the ACC early have maybe gotten worse. <laughs> Or, you know, not, you know, Virginia early on was like, all right, got that win over North Carolina. And now it's like, oh, you guys. But that, and like, I mean, that's the their, question. Yeah. That's where I think a lot of people will look at this opening the season with an ACC game and say, like, this is why you should not do that. Because I don't think there's a single doubt in anyone's mind that um, when they play again, <laughs> Tuesday, February 18th in Flo- at Florida State, that I think that's going to be an extraordinarily different outcome. Hey, look. Credit to Pitt, man. They went and got it done. opened the season with a really tough win. Like I'm not trying to take any of that away. Um,
1: no, I get it. Seen,
0: yeah. You know, and and they've played some tough games. Like West Virginia is really good. They've already played Louisville, obviously. What Pitt has going, and they're going to get is, them again. Yeah, what Pitt has going for them is they've already played two of the top four. <laughs> the problem is they're also still have to play both both of those two again, plus virginia plus duke
1: right and And it's like if you can't take care of wake twice uh, yeah (laughs) if you can't take care of wake on your home court like you know uh, yeah okay
0: but luckily they have a rebound game against north carolina sorry
1: oh boy yeah (laughs) that's a bounce back game that's gonna be oof i would be going to that if it weren't for state notre dame which i think has taken on a little bit more significance um, for sure yeah um just a little bit so yeah yeah um Oh, speaking of like TV inventory and all that stuff, I don't know. So I'm watching the early games, and like state State Clemson is an ACC network game, and we go to halftime, and like I, you know, I, I think I like moved downstairs to put it on TV, and I like turn it on, and it's like Packer and Durham, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not live, so I'm like fast forwarding, trying to figure out what's going on. And they're talking to like Eric McLean about football or, or, or like bat- or something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Cause like, I know Wes is like doing the game. So I know he's not like, a, a, yeah, they didn't have like a halftime show. I didn't understand that. Oh, really? So, like, yeah, that is yeah, cool. Yeah. So like, you're doing all these things to focus on TV and whatever else. And that's cool. And I'm not, I'm, look, the AC network people are my friends. I'm not, I'm not trying to attack them, but like, I I didn't understand that decision at all to like not have. I mean, Chris Spatola and Dallin Cuff were like in studio. They did a th- they did a breakdown on ESPN like at halftime yeah. of Louisville FSC. Yeah, I saw Why? that one. Huh. And like a football season, they always did like they would throw it to the studio at half. I just I didn't understand it, and like uh, that's not what anybody. I mean, even. Like, and again, not to pile on Raycom, but like (laughs) even on like Raycom or whatever, they would have a halftime show. Like, it's wild to me that they would think that it's like fine to just not have a halftime show, you know, or like even a post game show between games or anything.
0: That's weird because usually they like, yeah, yeah, I remember for football, they obviously did, but
1: I don't know. Look, this is where your bread is buttered, y'all. Like, I mean, I know football brings in money, but like basketball, this is a basketball league, and like, yeah, this, this is a eat. basketball conference. Come so. on, man. <laughs> um, but that'll get us to uh, Louisville, FSU, and fire Chris Mack. I guess I'm just kidding, <laughs> but apparently that's a sentiment from some um, no. of the Louisville it? fringe on the fringe. Yeah, it's good. become like a joke among like my Louisville friends that are like, you know, a little more uh, on the rational side. Um, obviously, but they, you know, like I guess some fans were like, "This isn't cool." Like, I, he's not going to get fired this year, but and it's like, y'all, y'all,
0: are you insane?
1: Like, um, Florida State is good, Kentucky yeah. is good, and you barely lost on their floor. Like, what? You might have some issues to work out, and that's fine. But like, let, let, well, let's let's let Chris have a couple years to get it get things figured out. There, you're like, stop with this. I just can't.
0: It's funny, so Florida State, I've been I love, we've said Leonard Hamilton's amazing. There's they're extraordinarily consistent when it comes to the product, which I think is actually really important and I swear Trent Force has been there for a decade. Like it's just one of those, like you see the players and and they get these extremely athletic, extremely physical, six seven to six nine guards that they play one through four, and they plop a seven two guy in the center to just make everything miserable and they're just extraordinarily difficult to play against. And they are extremely consistent. I've seen a lot of this, like no respect, no respect. And I don't think that's necessarily fair. When you go back like the past few years, like they finished in the top four twice since, you know, 2016, 2017, somewhere in there. So like, I don't think that's necessarily that like people aren't paying any respect to Florida state when it comes to like where they finish. They do generally tend to finish right in that four to seven range which in the ACC, I'm not knocking. They've had a really good, I think, showing in the postseason the past couple of yeah. years where they've made these runs or had these players that really can take them um, further. And I think that's where I, this might be. They, I think they have a perfect team for the type of season it is this year, if that makes sense. Like This team oh, is going sure. to give every single team in the country a, a tough day. Like, there's not a team that you could put them up against this year that I don't think that they would make life miserable for. Um, One through 353, like, that's just, and I, I don't, there have been, as we talked about before, like, these super teams the last couple years where there were two or three or four or five, whatever it is, teams where you're like, these are the group that I think will most likely, two of them will make the finals. And then you have like this other clump of good team, the tiering systems and all that stuff. This Florida State team could really mess up anybody, and that's I think the they're perfectly built for the way this season of chaos is created, and that's why I think they're so fun because they're just fun. Like they're going to score, and they're long, and they can shoot, and they've got you know they've got a good offense. They're twenty eighth and Ken Palm. In a solid defense at eighteenth, like you know, top thirty in both is solid. They're
1: turning like, they're turning teams over their third in defensive turnover percentage at like twenty-six point four. That's absurd. Virginia's gonna turn the ball over thirty times against them. Like this is a classic <laughs> FSU team. They're third yeah. in defensive turnover percentage and second in block percentage. Like that <laughs> is that's like Lennyham's dream team, and that's what that's what this is. So um, yeah, I mean like they're good. They I have <laughs> people saying they're legit good. I yeah. I have them I've had them high in my top 25 for a while now and they they just continue to move up. I think they may in my top 10 this week, which yeah. is wild. Yeah, yeah
0: they're I eight. think they finished their they are 10 in the in the AP this, good, year, this week, which is good. That's where they should be. They've earned it. They've you know, like they've lost to Pittsburgh and lost to Indiana, which the Indiana one kind of surprised. It was way closer than the score will indicate. Yes. 864 64 was the final, but that was very close down the stretch. Um, and have they been super challenged since then? Like, Louisville was definitely the best team that they played, and they handled that pulled away in the second half. Um, but, you know, between... They've played two top 25 teams and gotten wins in Purdue and overtime in Louisville.
1: Yeah, um, they're just... They're built to like you said, to like play yeah. with anybody or or beat anybody, you're going to have to, you're going to have to beat them. Like you're going to have to hit your threes. You're going to have to get offensive rebounds. You're going to have to get them in foul trouble, which is another vulnerability for them at times. Yeah. Um, and if they're like, that was the Indiana difference. They shot 38 free throws. Like, you know, it's yeah. hard to, and I think I saw um, somebody from FSU was tweeting, like, you know, that they, it, I forget, it was some point in the second half, I believe that they still hadn't attempted a free throw yet. FSU were still yeah. up by double digits. And it's like, but that's that's a that's an issue that crops up from them from time to time too and but like again it sometimes doesn't even matter because they do they make life so difficult for you with what they do defensively especially so
0: yeah uh, that's not, what should i be
1: worried about louisville i don't i don't know about worried i, I mean yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't worried about them with Kentucky. I thought they actually, no. like, made plays and showed toughness. And I'm not worried about them with, like, what they did against Florida State either, you know? I mean, I yeah. just think... That's you know, one that I really
0: are- wish I'd been able to watch more of. That was one that was on the exact same time um, as the Virginia, Virginia Tech game we recovering. covering. So, like, looking at the score... Was kind of like, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Like, I 100% was like, Florida State could easily win this game. Like, that was not a shock or an upset or like crazy. I guess technically it was still an upset. Um, and th- their losses are more than respectable. <laughs> like, like you said, Florida State, Kentucky by eight, which again, I think that was closer than the score would indicate. Um, and then Texas Tech in just a weird game on a neutral site. Like, that's fine. That that's happens and it's especially going to happen this season. But they remind me at times, like I said, a little bit of a they're better offensively than Virginia by far but they run a tight defense but if they can't get shots to fall
1: yeah and if nobody and Jordan Laura can't do it by himself like no he you know and that was sort of what he was being asked to do in that game and they have way too many other good pieces yeah for that to be the case like that's just it and um, you know, like they, the, a lot of the quotes of, in the post are about like toughness and grit, and like you know, <laughs> yeah. not getting to lose balls. And I, I get that, I, I do. But you know, I, Jordan Wara was great, but he can't, you know, he can't do everything. And they just right. have so many other guys that are capable, but they just couldn't do. You know, I mean, for Stephen Enoch to only score ten, you know, that's not that's not what you want. Um, no, and this is going to
0: they're going to always have the question throughout the season is going to be point guard play. Like, do they have the oh, guy yeah. that can set up. These other players for them, and you know that can set up Jordan, that can set up Stephen Enoch, that can, you know, dish it to McMahon for just making and having
1: having a healthy senior point guard for FSU. You know, with Trent yeah. Forrest finally being at a hundred percent where he has not yeah. been in years past, like that's a big difference. And you know, I think that's what you're seeing is like the league, the the teams in this league like with good point guards that are established and experienced and know what they're doing. Yeah, are gonna have a leg up on everybody else um it's just the way it is but all right that's plenty of acc hoops talk (laughs) lord knows it was you know it was the games that we thought wouldn't be watchable surprisingly were and the games we thought uh would not be yeah i mean it's, it's just wild you never really know what to expect and there's no big narratives to be drawn here because we don't know
0: yeah, some <laughs> kind of up. analysis. We have no idea. Stay for. tuned next week when we probably will have less of an idea because something random will happen. I tweeted here's some. A, here's I, the parting. No, question I, for you. I, this is just funny. Will I tweeted this stat. Oh, will okay. Clemson See, finally right. beat
1: North Carolina? At oh. North Carolina. How long <sighs> has it been? It's never happened. <laughs> it's literally never happened. I'm not kidding. It's never happened. Yeah. Like in Chapel Is Hill It this, has never happened
0: And then back To where we During football season When we discussed this Around Virginia Virginia Tech If it doesn't happen This year
1: <laughs> well, Will it and the ever jo- happen <laughs> The joke The joke tweet During football season When Carolina had Clemson on the ropes Was like Would you trade A <laughs> yeah, win over Clemson no. For like The basketball streak To end And people were like Uh Like a surprising Amount of people Were like Um Maybe not <laughs>
0: which is hilarious to me by the way. Cuz it's
1: just a silly like it's, it's just, just a silly one streak.
0: home game. It's fine. Like
1: you yeah, have a chance I to mean,
0: upset a generational talented team. Right. <laughs> or keep an arbitrary.
1: But in another sense like I get streak. it because it's yeah, it's I such a too. silly like it's such a it's a silly streak but it's also insane. And like there's nothing else like it really because um yeah, they've had chances. I don't know. Um it's I felt confident in saying no. Like last week, um, I feel a little less confident now in saying no that 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 it can't happen. So yeah, uh, we'll I, yeah, I don't know, man. No, I was laughing though because I tweeted out this this stat about like Carolina. It took them until the 6:49 mark to hit their first field goal. They have I forget how many points it was since it was like an absurd amount of points, um, considering how they'd started that game. And like somebody was like great bit of analysis there or something and i was like it's not i mean that's that's it's literally just a stat. A like stat. so just just y'all so just so you can keep up with me here okay Everyone chill that, out. that's not if i treat like a stat i'm not like passing i'm not passing a judgment on the stat except to say like where was this i guess um just i uh, it's gonna be a long season <laughs> even if i did find humor and like the gallows humor of state fans will always like sustain me. And I really did enjoy that during the Carolina game where they couldn't even enjoy that because they were just anticipating what way that like Roy would devise to torture them. Um,
0: (laughs) It's beautiful. But yeah.
1: And they were even like, the best tweet I saw was like when Carolina had not scored or whatever for in so long, like uh, 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 I forget who had tweeted it. Um, Like the scoring record of NC state, like having 24 points in the ACC game, like, they were like, Roy won't even let us have that record.
0: What a classic game that was.
1: And by the way, like, it's very telling yeah, that the fact that, like, that North, Carolina, North Carolina did not hit a field goal until the 649 mark and, and still so, had more at halftime yeah. than NC State had in that entire yeah. game. So I'll yeah. leave you all on that. It's wild. And by the way, NC State, and I said this um, talking to people in the elevator, like going down at halftime. I was like, honestly, though, like Carolina passed that mark. But NC State, like I could see the visible like confidence in their in the in the shots that they were taking. Like they were way more visibly confident in that game than North Carolina looked in most of that entire first half. (laughs) Like they were just missing, you know? Yeah. It, it, It wasn't like they were like shooting tentatively. Like they were just missing shots. And that was not like North Carolina was just like playing hot potato on the perimeter. Cause no one wanted to shoot it and be the one to miss it.
0: It's <laughs> it was, heartbreaking to see.
1: It's oof, it was rough. All right. Well, we'll get y'all out of here on this. Um, I'll be back a little later this week, probably to look at um, a, a fun Saturday where maybe we will look further into the possibility that Clemson uh, ends the streak. Who knows? Other streaks have ended this year. Anything is possible. Um, isn't that the Adidas slogan, or was it like "nothing is impossible"? That Kevin Garnett like botched.
0: <laughs> oh, I, well, he, what he said was "anything is possible," so he must have.
1: <laughs> I mean, technically, his is more grammatically correct. Yeah, I
0: like it better. Unless it's when not a it double it. negative. Anything is possible. Yeah,
1: it's not. Nothing is impossible is a double negative. So, all right, uh, talk to y'all later this week. Bye. <laughs>